Hey guys, welcome to the Manhood Experience Podcast. On this show, we are on a quest to seek out the truth about what it means to be a man, and then be that man. I'm Jeremy, and this is episode four, Adventure Every Man Needs. Today I wanted to talk a little bit about adventure, and what it means to me, and how it's played out in my life. I've read a bunch of manhood books, and I've uh, seen blogs and websites that talk about adventure in a man's life and how it's needed, and I agree. Um, but I wanted to talk about three things that I think that every man needs, um, three types of ad- adventure that every man needs. Google describes adventure as an exciting experience that is typically a bold, sometimes risky undertaking. I think that's actually the kind of man I want to be. (laughs) I want to be an exciting experience that is sometimes risky and is bold. The three types of adventure I want to talk about are one, family adventure, two, guys adventure, and three, life adventure. The first, family adventure, is those adventures that you took with your own family when you were a boy, a a young boy or teenage boy. And then also what you do with your family now, if you're married or have kids or even brothers and sisters. Um, If you're single, it's a little different, but many times there are those around you that you would consider family. So for me, growing up, I moved to Alaska when I was 11. Now that's an adventure in its own right that I'll talk about another time, but we, I grew up driving the Alcan Highway. That's the Alaska-Canadian Highway. And my family drove it several times to take vacations from Alaska um, down to the lower 48, as we called it. And um, we camped along the way. It's about a five-day trip, usually, from Anchorage, Alaska. Um, we would go to Seattle. Sometimes we went down to California. But it was usually about a five-day trip, so four nights on the road in the wilderness. And we would camp. We would tent, not a camper. We would have our Dodge Caravan with our luggage thing on the on the top, and we would get out the tent, and we would, or actually we had had two tents, because I had two brothers, there were five of us, so we had two tents, and um, I kudos to my mom for, for camping with all us boys. Um, good job, mom. <laughs> I do remember one time when we were setting up for the night, and it started raining, and we only had enough time to get one tent up, and it, it was just a deluge. And so we got one tent up, and they were three-man tents, tents, but all five of us piled into the three-man tent. And I think we lasted about half the night, and then we just got up and got back into the caravan and spent the night, the rest of the night in there. Mom and Dad also took us to places like Banff and Lake Louise and Edmonton in Canada and Hot Springs, and um, just those places that are beautiful and outdoors and uh, just full of excitement and and adventure. It was a new place. Well, last week, um, I took my family on an adventure of our own. We wanted to do a road trip to Niagara Falls, um, but we're in South Carolina, and we're in the middle of the pandemic still, and we decided that that probably wouldn't be a great idea Um, with all the restrictions and stuff going from state to state. So we decided to stay close to home, and we went up to Flat Rock, North Carolina, which is about two two hours away from where we are. We stayed in an inexpensive hotel for three nights. And the only negative I would say about the trip is that our oldest daughter, Julie, couldn't come. But we had our two younger daughters with us, who are, are 13 and 16, and they were awesome. The first day, we drove up to Blue Ridge Parkway, 
Uh, we stopped at the visitor center, which was closed, of course, but we were able to collect some some maps and some points of interest, places to go, and uh, it was so cool to stop off the side of the road and just see the sites that were there. The vistas were beautiful, and there was one place where we stopped for a picnic um, and had a great adventure with a porta potty <laughs> for my girls, one of them for the first time, I think. But then we we stopped at a place called Craggy Dome, and this had a fantastic little hike up to the top of this mountain, this dome that had 360 view degree views all around. And when we got up there, about half of the view was covered with with cloud. Uh, we couldn't see, but the other half was spectacular. Well, 10 minutes in, the cloud completely enveloped us, so we are on the top of this mountain completely in gray, which is kind of an experience in itself. Um, and then uh, 10 minutes later from that, it started to clear up, and we were able to see the views again. It was magnificent. We also got to go up to Mount Mitchell, which is the highest uh, point in the East Coast, uh, east of the Mississippi River. So we got to say we did that. Couldn't see any views there, and it was raining on us, so that was quite, an, quite, a, quite a time, too. On the second day, we went up to Lake Lure, and we took a boat tour. And he told us all about how the, the, the lake was man-made, and there was actually a city at the bottom of the lake that when they put the dam up, it covered it up. So there were a ton of cool tidbits like that that we just had a great time. Uh, seeing that. On day three, we hiked all over DuPont State Forest. We went and saw waterfalls, and um, we've been before to Triple Falls, which was uh, one of the places that they shot part of the movies, The Hunger Games, and my girls are big fans of that, uh, the books and the movies, so we got to see that, and that was cool, and the girls hiked, we, we hiked about six miles that day. I was a proud papa that day, I can tell you, and the last day, day four, we went back to Lake Lure, and we got to kayak on the lake. Now, this was uh, my wife's very first time kayaking and my youngest daughter's uh, very first time kayaking. And actually, my 16-year-old, she actually has a boat license because she took a class, <laughs> an outdoors class in, at her um, high school. And so, so she's experienced with that. But all four of us were out on the water. Uh, my youngest daughter and I were in a tandem kayak, and my wife and other daughter had their own. So we were out and free on the water, and the cloud cover was perfect, so it was cool. And But you could still see the mountains, still see the beautiful scenery around us. And it was just an incredible adventure, a new thing that my family and I got to do together. And we will remember that forever. And the pictures are glorious, too. The second type of adventure is a guy's adventure, and this is getting out with the guys, other men who have the same interests as you or at least want to do the same thing at that time as you. Um, uh, this has been going on forever with hunting and fishing, golfing, getting together for football. Um, guys go on adventures like this all the time. So the challenge comes in creating a time that, that stretches us a little bit, going out and doing something new or just something that, that encourages each of us to grow. Um, at these times, there are lots of jokes, lots of jabbing at one another, raucous laughter, and talking about things that we like. Now, all this leads to male bonding, that old phrase that used to mean something really beneficial, 
but it has now become, become a little twisted into something else. But um, men, hanging out with men, encouraging each other, spurring each other on to other good deeds is a good thing. Now, we know that there's a side of that that can get out of hand uh, if there's drinking involved, if there's those risky be- behaviors that can lead to something bad. Those aren't the things I'm talking about. I'm talking about good-natured guys coming together to go do something constructive and fun. And I am so excited that I had a, a buddy of mine reach out to me the other night, and uh, he knows that I am into kayaking, and that is has become a, a thing for me. And he was like, Hey man, you want to go out and, and go together and go down to Charleston area? And he grew up down there, and, or at least um, going around on a John boat down in the marshes. And he said, I know where to go. If you can get the kayaks, I can uh, show us where to go. So um, I am so excited. We are doing that this weekend, a, a two day trip. And um, I cannot wait to get out there on the boat with, with this buddy of mine. The third type of adventure is life adventure. This is doing something that is life-giving to you. It stretches you. It includes a little risk. Um, now, this can be personal or cooperative, meaning it could be with other, other guys or with family or with other people, or it could be very personal and uh, introspective and individual. Um, but it's something that shakes up the mundane. It could be something as simple as learning a new skill or taking up a new hobby all the way up to looking toward a, a career change or, or moving somewhere. <laughs> I've said it before, but this podcast has been one of my new adventures, my new life adventure. I have no idea where it's going to lead, and that excites me uh, to go into the unknown, so to speak. It's already led me into some new conversations with people I didn't know and new friendships with men that I might not have known otherwise. And I hope you're not yet tired of me talking about kayaking, but... It's one of those new things for me that is an adventure. And it's not just about being out on a tiny boat on the river or lake, but it's about the beauty that's around me and the stillness and the quiet. When I'm out there, especially in the morning, it just it fills my soul and it allows me space to think and to let everything else go. So that has been a new life adventure for me. I wanted to tell you about a few TV shows that I've started watching that go along the lines of adventure and adventuring. One of them is on Prime, Amazon Prime, and it's called The World's Toughest Race. I think it just came out. It's The World's Toughest Race Eco Challenge Fiji. Now, this is adventure racing, which I didn't even know was a thing, but apparently it's been around for a while. But this is hosted by Bear Grylls, and it's uh, 66. It starts with 66 teams from all around the world, teams of four, that go on this grueling race. They start um, on canoes of sorts that are on a river. They go out into open water in the ocean. They end up trekking through the jungle for miles and miles, and they end up on bikes and paddleboarding and all this kind of stuff. But it's just fascinating to see these people push themselves to their limit on this adventure around Fiji, this part of the world that is just gorgeous and adventurous. Um, Along those lines, on Hulu, I think you can still see it, The Amazing Race, which is kind of the same thing, but um, it's usually couples that race around the world um, doing crazy challenges and stuff, and it's just a lot of fun. My family has always loved that one. Something different on Disney Plus is called Rogue Trip. 
And this is uh, about uh, Bob Woodruff, who used to be a war correspondent uh, for news. And now he and his son are going back, and they're finding the cultures, the people, the beauty in those same places. It's a great show, and it's a great father-son show, too. I'm loving it. The last one I wanted to tell you about is called Some, Somebody Feed Phil, and it's on Netflix. This show we have loved, my family has loved for the last couple years, and it's Phil Rosenthal, who he was the creator and main writer for um, Everybody Loves Raymond, the old TV show. Old now. I feel old saying that that one's old, but everybody loves Raymond. So um, it's Phil Rosenthal going again around the world, traveling to all the, the, the beautiful big cities and pretty much going on a food adventure. And But at the same time, he's meeting the people in those places and just enjoying seeing what the world has to offer. It's a wonderful show with and spectacularly filmed. So go check those out. They're a lot of fun. I want to wrap up by telling you about an article that I ran across. Now, this uh, was published on a website by Quark Expeditions, and they are a group that leads people on adventures in Antarctica. But they had on their website an article that was called The Five Health Benefits of the Adventure Travel, Travel Lifestyle. So here's what they said. Number one, you feel better when you get moving. I think we all know the research to prove that is right, and it is true. So get off the couch, go do something. Number two, your brain will work better. Again, the fresh air, the movement, all that has been proven to help our brain think better, think clearer, and uh, get out there. So get off the couch and do it. Number three, it says strengthen the immune system. This was interesting. It talked about a Japanese study that said a one-day trip to the park could boost your immune system for a week. And a short, leisurely weekend trip to wilderness could boost your immune system for up to 30 days. Number four, it will improve your mood. Again, uh, psychiatrists uh, have have done studies on this. Getting outside, um, being active helps your mood. And number five, improved sleep. Fresh air and exercise always make you sleep better. Well, there you go, guys. That's my take on adventure and why we need it and how it is good for us. So let's get out there and be adventurous. If what you've heard has in any way been enjoyable or you've connected with it, uh, please subscribe to the Manhood Experience podcast and then share it with others. Also follow Manhood Experience on Instagram and Facebook. And if you want to get really crazy, go over to Apple, Apple Podcasts and give a five-star rating. All this will help grow this community of men encouraging one another to be stronger, more authentic, more significant, better connected, and just plain better men. The awesome music you've heard throughout the podcast is by Denver Beerman and his band, Denver and the Mile High Orchestra. Go look them up. I hope you'll join us next time. Until then, get out there and gain some manhood experience.
I'm good to 